Welcome to Epignosis, the teaching ministry of Chris Morgan. May the light of God illuminate your heart and may the truth make you free as you listen. I will be speaking on a topic I have called Know to Become. Back in the days of my youth, I had many aspirations, some of them quite outlandish. I wanted to become a doctor at some point, then an aeronautic engineer at another. I even said an astronaut at a time. Well, it was generally in the science field, which means I at least had a general direction in which way I wanted to go. As I got older, after settling for computer science, I never even practiced the profession for one day, but went for it in the business world immediately after school. Yes, I wanted to be rich, and as early as I can remember, I wanted to be married. In fact, I wanted to be married before 25 so that I could have all my kids before 35. I remember thinking, I don't want to pay school fees after 55. I later realized I didn't want to pay school fees at all if I could help it. But of course, I couldn't help it. And by the way, none of those things I had planned worked out the way I planned them, but life continues. As things went on, I wanted to be several other things. A good husband, a good father, an employer, not an employee, and many other things. Some worked out, and others, well, not so much. We all have these desires to become something we picture in our heads. We want to be the best, the greatest, the highest. But many times, these desires seem to elude us, not because they are not attainable, but because we don't realize that the only way to truly become is to know. Once you know, you become. What you are is determined by what you know. A lot of times, we pay too much attention to doing things because we always feel like doing things makes things happen. However, as much as it's good to be pragmatic, it's what you know that makes what you do to be productive. Knowing ought to always precede doing. Hence the phrase, hope you know what you are doing. People don't give much attention to knowing as they should. That's why some students cheat in exams. People go out to buy credentials to be called something they are not. However, just because people call you with a prefix doesn't mean you are that thing in reality. And reality is actually a spiritual thing. I remember several years ago during a disagreement with someone. He said to me, and you call yourself a pastor. 
Without even thinking about it, I replied, I don't call myself anything. This is because I don't place much value on nomenclature. There are people called mercy who are wicked. Not everyone named Prosper is prosperous. And there are those who say they are servants of God who are basically self-serving people. What we call ourselves does not necessarily make us those things. Now, I know about the very popular confession system in our Christian beliefs. Name it and claim it. Confess to have it. Where people make confessions to have things and to become things and believe we will receive them. This theory is generally based on Mark 11, 23 and 24. However, the precondition for this principle is believing without a doubt. Believing without doubt is equivalent to knowing. In other words, what you are confessing must already be a reality to you. Something you know. This believing aspect of it is the spiritual root of the matter. Anything that has no spiritual root is not real and will not withstand any test. It's only a mirage. Confessions that do not come from reality are empty. If you get nothing else from this article, get that only things that have their roots from the spiritual level are real. Let me explain what I mean. The spirit realm is also the realm of reality, but it is generally invisible to the ordinary eye. The things we can see are mere consequences of things in a higher but invisible realm. Hebrews 11.3 tells us that through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Between the spirit realm and physical realm, there is an intermediate realm which is called the mental or soul realm. Most of the things we see in the physical realm have their direct origin from this intermediate realm. Everything through this plane is transient. Even our physical body, along with most things we can see, are consequences of this intermediate realm. That's why they never last. Knowledge, on the other hand, is rooted in the spirit. Knowledge is not information or reasoning. Those things are mental. When you know it is beyond the mind, it's in your spirit. Whatever you know has become part of you. You are now one with it. No one can take it away from you. It is more like in your DNA. It cannot be beating out of you. It cannot be forced out of you. And what you know you can never unknow because it has become part of you. You can't stop knowing it no matter what you do. Even after your body and this whole world has passed away, what you know remains because it is spiritual. You carry it beyond physical death. 
your certificate can be stolen or destroyed. You can be dispossessed of your credentials through loss, damage, or even sanctions. But what you know can never be lost for eternity. On a metaphysical level, it has been established that you must first be compatible with something on a vibrational level before you can receive it. This is basically what we Christians call faith. That's why the language of faith is always present continuous. In other words, before you receive, you need to become. And before you become, you must know. In Matthew 6, 19 and 20, Christ said, Lay not up for yourself treasures upon the earth, where moth and rust doth corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasure in heaven, where neither moth or dust or rust can corrupt, and where thieves cannot break in and steal. Whenever you see heaven written in the scriptures, it is referring to the realm of spirit. And in this particular scripture, he is talking about storing things in the realm of the spirit. The realm of the spirit is the realm of reality. What we call hell is not the realm of the spirit, but it is in the intermediate realm called the soul realm or the mental realm, which is lesser. What Christ is trying to say here is that we should not trust in earthly and mental things because they are transient. They do not last. They will pass away. But to place our confidence only in spiritual things which are permanent. Just as information feeds the mind, knowledge feeds the spirit. Information can only become knowledge through trials. There can be no knowledge without trials. Just like there can be no certificate without exams. Trials basically means examination. It is the trials we pass through that transforms information to knowledge. Except the information is coming from the Spirit of God directly to your spirit. It is not knowledge. When God speaks to you directly, you know, but then you cannot explain how you know. This has happened to me many times. Show me a giant in the spirit and I will show you a person who has been through many trials. Therefore, welcome trials in your life, for it comes to establish you, not destroy you. When Christ was trying to explain in the parable of the sower to his disciples, he said in Mark 4.17, And have no root in themselves, when he was talking about a certain group of people, and so endure for a time afterward, when affliction and persecution arise for the word's sake, immediately they are offended. Christ was talking about a group of people who cannot endure affliction, which rises for the word's sake, so that it can transform the information they have received to knowledge. When you cannot endure 
trials, whatever information you get will pass away. It will not transform your life, neither will it be useful to you. In conclusion, we need first to set aside our ever-increasing desires to be and seek first to know. Even the admonition of Christ to seek first the kingdom of God and its righteousness is basically saying we should seek to know the ways of the kingdom. When knowledge has taken its root in your spirit, then the power to be is made available to us in full measure. As a result of knowing, the needed resources required to actualize your aspirations will be attracted to you. For example, if you desire to be a medical doctor, set aside games and strategies and get down to study, to know what is needed to know, and it will be given to you after your examinations or trials. In like manner, if you want to be a servant of God, forget about gimmicks and strategies and get down to know your God and His ways. And people will flow towards you from the ends of the earth in due season. Whatever you seek to become, seek first to know, and then you will become. Thank you for listening. You were blessed by these teachings. For inquiry, support, and contributions, kindly send us an email on epignosis721 at gmail.com. You can also send us a message via WhatsApp on 234 We would love to hear from you. God bless you.